0: Real talk. Oh, I need some real talk.
1: Today's the real talk, what happened? August, Everything just shifted. It was gonna be normal, regular programming, and then all of a sudden there it is, Christmas music. Right there at the at the top of the show. Today's real talk, Justin Kazeppis. Real estate attorney I said, why not? You know, we were just in the middle of the intro. Why not? Let's just go to Christmas music. We're there. The consumer is there. Are you there? Did you finish your holiday shopping? Did you dare finish it? Or are you still, you know, running around like a chicken with your head cut off? Or maybe not even that. Has it even crossed your radar yet? Are you Are you still just living life as if it is only April? We're back at the beginning of the year. No, it's not Christmas time yet. 844 Studio 4, 844 788 3464. The program where we talk about all things North Carolina, real estate, business, and life. Transportation. How was your holiday travel during Thanksgiving? What are you looking forward to for your festivities for Christmas as you travel and hit the streets? Are you commuting a long ways? You know, as people move here to North Carolina, are the patterns shifting? Remember growing up as a kid, we would go to Ohio a lot. My cousins live there, live there. Aunt and uncle still live there. Cousins have moved. And we would drive to Ohio every year. It'd be cold. We'd get there, be frigid. definitely that type when you're looking outside, you say, oh, it's not too bad. Sun is shining. That's a blue sky. That's a blue sky. A little bit of frost on the grass. Not terrible. But then you go outside, there goes your arm. Just falls off from freezing cold. There goes a toe. Better keep them dry. That's what I learned real fast. So transportation, are the, are the roads big? Are, do you play the license plate game when you're driving? All right, pick find three license plates if you're driving right now. Three license plates that are not North Carolina. Name all three. I'm going to guess. One One's kind of like a cheat code around here. South Carolina. Boom, got one. You can check that one off your list. No big deal. Two. I'm gonna say Virginia. Are they here this week? I don't know about this week, but they're coming. Virginia Knights are coming. That's right. Look around. And then you get some of the random ones. Okay, let's go. Uh, Indiana. What do you think? Well, Indiana action's possible. It's not impossible. I wouldn't say it's, it's, it's not unlikely. So as the culmination of population shifts locally in the area, what, what do we do about transportation? We talked this morning on Good Morning LKN about uh, uh, some studies. So the federal government, there's a process by when you, when you want certain dollars or you're investigating these, these, these mass transportation projects, or really a lot of projects in general, the funding source isn't coming necessarily locally. Some projects do. And some projects are partially funded locally. But a lot of the dollars come either from like the state level or even the federal level. There's a lot of money out there to be had, by the way, from learning that. These municipalities can be applying for dollars in different ways, but you got to have the skill set. you got to know how to apply. How does the program and the dollars being allocated and offered, how do they fit the current needs in the local community? There's a lot of gray area. There's a lot of paperwork. Sounds joyous. And so when they're applying for the dollars, and then they can spend them. And, and so there has to be studies, right, that done to renew. And, and we're at that point. We saw the announcement weeks ago about the red line. City of Charlotte, I think, announcing, what, 4 or $5 million to restudy, reconfirm the data that they previously had as it relates to the red line project. Does it necessarily change anything? It might. Traffic patterns may have shifted. Driver habits, con- you know, commuter habits. All of a vast array of data points could have shifted since the initial time that the light rail has been talked about, which feels like decades. Dec- decades is probably actually a r- realistic time frame. Amtrak announcing that they're—I uh, think I saw that—they're adding another uh, from Charlotte, or excuse me, from locally around Charlotte. So might be Cabarrus County or Kannapolis, maybe Rowan County. To Raleigh, another daily trip, round trip. I think I saw that. And then we saw, and we talked about this morning, how there's more investigative studies occurring. How about Charlotte to Washington, D.C.? Something you're interested in? Would you would you take a train? Like, you know what I mean? If there was like a more regularly occurring, would it need to be high speed? High speed would be cool. I don't think I've ever ridden a high speed train before. I've ridden a train. Been to Tweetsie. But I've, I've ridden Amtrak. I've done it. My mom and, uh, and and my wife did it to New York. We went up for a family reunion. Mom's not a big flyer. Wife's a champ. She rode with mom on the train to New York. Small box cabin. That's what every, you know, in-law pair dreams of right there. That's that's what you want. So, so they both were willing to do that um, for the sake of family. Bring on the figgy pudding. But train commuting, so from Washington, D.C. to Charlotte, I'd take that. Atlanta, another hot conversation for, for potential transportation. Who's going hot Atlanta? Are you from Atlanta? You've moved here? Whew. Welcome. That 85 drive, four hours straight on 85, it's not one of the most exciting ones. Like if I think of top five drives I enjoy doing, that one's likely not on it. It's not that I don't like Atlanta but just straight shot 4 hours 85 south come on where's the challenge i guess the challenge is just staying awake like can you endure one road for 4 hours that is the mental challenge i don't think i'd want to play that level like if i'm back to nintendo 64 and i'm and i'm i'm playing super smash brothers or mario kart let's play mario kart and we'll do battle i don't think that's the that's the arena i want to play in then, then you think about just in-state, right? Like, w- what if we connected Asheville and Wilmington? Wouldn't that be cool? They're looking at Wilmington to Raleigh, but shouldn't we be thinking Wilmington to Asheville? And if you're not familiar with the geographic territory, and, and, and if you know me, then you know I'm going to advocate for Boone. Why would I not advocate for Boone? But awkwardly, you know, 40 runs a straight shot into Asheville, not into Boone. Boone is more of an outlier out there. You know, you got to... You got to take a different road, and and if you got to do that, well, okay, well maybe we don't end up going to Boone, but I I'll advocate for it. I'll say Boone, Fayetteville military, worth it, worth the jump while you're while you're on your way to Raleigh from Wilmington. So what do we start zigzagging trains all around the state? Wsicnews.com, all the social platforms. I'm zigzagging right now. You can see it. I'm perfectly zig and perfectly zag on my Amtrak. What do you think? 844 Studio 4, 844, 788, 3464. What's the what's the most priority? Should we even care about the the state level roads? Like do we need more highway to Raleigh? What's up with I-40? That I-40, I-77 uh kind of interchange. What do you think? It's kind of tall. If you're not into uh you know, heights at all, you might not be into to the I I forty, I seventy seven connection. That one'll get you. You just look over the edge a little bit. They say it's not the it's not falling that you that you're afraid of, right? Like that's is that you're you're afraid you'll jump? Isn't that what they say? I don't know. I still I'm a little afraid of falling. I'm not gonna lie to you. That wind that wind right now too is kind of real. It got, it, that chi- that chill factor came back this morning. What do you think? It was a little warm this weekend. I'm getting booted. I'm getting kicked out of here. Wait, we got three more segments though. Let's ride. Christmas tree, have a happy holiday. Today's Real Talk. The show where it's snowing. S- snowing good vibes outside. That's what you want. They say it's going to get real snowy this year. I'm for it. Is that okay, am I allowed to be okay with snow? I really like a lot of snow. I don't like the wind that much. Like having gone to school in Boone, it was it was really windy a lot. And you'd hope for snow, but at the same time you didn't because in Boone, in Watauga County, they're prepared for snow. Like many of the people that are, like many of the people that are moving here from all over the country, up north in particular, right? I think that that's on record more snow up north than, than the southeast. I think I'm okay. I'm safe to say that. That's a safe bet. Some people are used to it. So do we lose that kind of stigma for growing up here our, my whole life? If it snowed or there was one year when the weather channels predicted snow and they preemptively closed school the next day and it turned out to be like 50 or 60 degrees and sunny and there was no snow. But we all like pins and needles, milk and bread, gone. And then there was no snow and school was canceled. So what about infrastructure if it snows? Like, like are we ready for this? Are we prepared? With the change of people, are you people from the North bringing snow to North Carolina? Is that really what's going down this year? They say the weather's different. I don't know if I believe it. What if people bring the weather? You bring the snow down here from up north, I won't be mad at you, just leave the wind. Can I pick and choose? Like just straight snow falling directly down from the sky. No issues whatsoever, just dropping straight down. What happens from an infrastructure perspective of that? I wonder how much how much, you know, really do we care in the future about about how much of the snow? Cuz if the roads widen what? It's just like an extra lane, just like everyone just got more room to spin out. That's okay. That's what it's there for. We'll have to investigate that. Maybe we'll have a live, live report this year from from while we're you know in the snow, out, out on the streets. I wouldn't be mad at that. Live sledding. Best place to sled, you gotta know. You gotta know where that's at. A lot of the neighborhoods, a lot of the communities. I was thinking about the policy and CC and Rs on Christmas lights. Who's got the biggest Scrooge of a neighborhood? Who says nah? Grinch-like. What does this Grinch button do if I push it? Don't push it. I almost put, there's this button in front of me right now. I'm sitting at at the desk here at Studio A in Cornelius. And there's this little deck, this audio box in front of me. And it's got this button labeled Grinch. And I want to push it so bad right now. It's not for me. It's for the next show, Joe Vagnone, I'm being told. Local Biz Now, the show focusing on uh, small businesses. Joe Vagnone, business broker, expert evaluator, coming in at 4 o'clock. I don't know why but there's this button just makes you want to, and then there's another one with an arrow on it but it's not pointing toward the grinch the arrow button's not pointing toward that one. Okay. So I'll move me around to more buttons which I'm not going to do right now. That's probably not the the wise decision. If it's snowing, well it's it definitely snows more like in eastern North Carolina than in the Lake Norman area, right? Like Winston gets snow kind of a little bit more north Dobson as you get closer to the Virginia Virginia border-esque, right? Because like that's kind of like, in Iredo County, you guys know, you get snow. Like North Meck, we're that line. You know, like, that, like the Lake Norman area, and I'm usually convinced it's the power plant. I'm convinced most commonly that when it hits the nuclear power plant, something happens in the moisture in the air and over the lake, and then that's why, like, it won't really rain on this side of the lake. But then once you get to Cabarrus County, that's like enough mileage away, everything's normal, downpour. So, I, th- I think what, what is going to start happening very soon is we're just going to start growing six fingers and six toes. That's just what happens. You wake up one day, nope, that's not a bunion anymore. That actually turned out to be a little mini Benjamin Button right there. Yeah, that's exactly right. Wave to it. You start naming it because you haven't had it forever. So, it's like a new friend. You've got to consider that. But really, this has to do with transportation quite <laughs> uniquely. Yes. It should we should we be looking at other cities that like aren't developed yet? Is that the answer for housing? Like like let's go to what's the most random town you can think of in North Carolina, but maybe they don't want it. But is there like places? Is there any place in North Carolina you can just buy and do whatever you want? Like Is there truly any freedom left in this world? You can just buy a piece of dirt. No questions asked. You just do whatever you want on it. And what would be the minimum required size for that parcel to be able to do Now, obviously, we don't want to hurt anybody else. I'm not talking about doing weird stuff, okay? I'm talking about on your land, what you can do without without having to get a permit, go through a process. I want, I want the Kazeppis family fun zone, no questions asked. I, I've, I've made my own little government right there for myself. Is that doable anymore? I think there's there's requirements for like minimum size. I don't know about population for incorporating yourself, like to separate and become like your own little island. you still be under the rules of North Carolina, the laws and the jurisdictions of North Carolina. You still can't get away from that. You know who's the enemy there? The insurance. No, I'm just kidding. They're not the enemy. You need insurance. You, just, you hate them, but you need them. And you love them when you got to have them because they'll save the day. If you have the right policy. How about health insurance? How's everybody doing with that? No, I won't open that bag of worms right now? Okay, we won't go there. Although you want to talk about health insurance in the holiday season. All this diabetes going around, you know? All this sugar. Just straight coma. Saw a two-pound Reese uh, pack the other day. I don't yeah. <laughs> As I, I'm the usually the candy supplier in the studio. Why not? <laughs> this is a, a Starburst lollipop I'm eating, by the way. I didn't, I didn't know these existed. I'm assuming when I get to the center, there is actually a starburst in the center. That's what I'm assuming. This was pink. It's turning red. This was a pink lolly in the beginning, and it is now shifting toward a red. But it is a starburst lollipop, so we will see what what gooey center, if at all, awaits. You know what would be a funny trick? If it was bubblegum. Like, that would be funny. I would probably giggle. Simultaneously, it would end up in the trash. Have you looked at the market reports? Have you looked at any of the data going on around the Lake Norman area? Oh, there's definitely uh, there's definitely some things happening. Let's take a look. I'm going to pull it up live here while we're on the show. WSICnews.com. If I scroll down right here on the homepage, I'm going to see some local real estate market data. I've got Mecklenburg, Iredale, Lincoln, Cabarrus, and Catawba counties' real estate reports. Let's view the market report for Mecklenburg County right now and see... What is the data saying about sales? So the average list price right now for a residential unit in Mecklenburg County, there's just under 4,000 of those active right now, 678,000. So we're, we're hovering just south of that 700,000 as the average active list price. Keep in mind, average active, meaning that is what the seller is believing the value to be in the marketplace. That's not what an actual ready, willing, and able buyer is offering to the seller. That would require some sold data. But at least as of right now, the average active listing for a residential piece of property in Mecklenburg County, $678,000. I always like comparing. So you know, again, we've got multiple counties because Lake Norman is just unique, right? So unique culturally. Uh, what's the way just people live and the way things are here. Do you think it's still a, a seller's market? Oh. <sighs> I think there's still plenty of demand. There are plenty of buyers here that want property, whether that be Charlotte, Lake Norman, around Mecklenburg County, surrounding counties, Iredell County, Lincoln, Cabarrus, all of that. The problem still is the reality. It can be a seller's market if you're being realistic on your price. I think there's a lot of sellers that believe we're in this up. Up only. Or, or they heard about it. Because right. it's funny seeing the lag effect. Okay. Being in real estate and analyzing it on a daily basis, the true lag of the consumer and when are the sellers really like, you know, fizzling off that have heard about this real estate buzz? Because how many people are really like actively looking at real estate on a daily basis? Right. 10% of the population? If that, I don't know. And so some sellers that are hitting the market are completely unrealistic. And then you've got so many brokers in the marketplace because that was also the simultaneous uptick, the career opportunity that people heard about as we're working through COVID. Mm. So the ones that peaked at the top and let's say you just got your license, Q1, Q2, 2023, like you gotta be hurting right now. If you were putting like a bunch of eggs into that basket Sure. and you were wanting this to be like that market for you, it's just because sellers if you it's not the fact of selling you could sell but what's your change in lifestyle and where are you going to go is the active list listing in mecklenburg for example is it going is that going up or down so it's plateaued right um it's definitely plateaued it's had like now it's kind of getting a little bit more bumpy it was definitely like pretty steady january to december last year right uptick slow grind and then this year, it kind of like did like a dip and then kind of came back up because there's been that turmoil of, okay, how long is the Fed going to be raising interest rates? Right. How long is that? The signs are pointing to like it's leveling off. To Joshua Dobie's point, host of Dollars and Cents, Joshua Adobe of North Main Financial Group, uh, host of Dollars and Cents, which airs every Thursday from 4 to 5 p.m. here on WSIC. He was surprised. And if he's surprised, like I get nervous. You know what I mean? Like, it's like things shouldn't surprise him. But he was talking about um, some of the holiday spending and how the consumer is still spending. So, what are they spending? Are they spending cash on hand? Are they spending savings? Reality is it's credit, right? Like, for the most part, it's credit. Mm. That's the scarier thought for me because, like, that's your, you're running into, okay, they may have some cash reserves that they could pay off the debt. But are they really watching and monitoring that in these last you know couple of months? Or you know, I mean, let's be real about the about the mindset at the end of the year. Let's be let's be honest. It's well, we could take care of that Q1 next year. You know what I mean? Like as the household, like hey, you know, markets balancing back, everything's good, business is flowing. We're expecting people normal business cycle get back to it next year. And so for some people, they're going to get caught at the top, and that's what you don't want. You want to reduce that number, right? How do you most easily ease back into a normal marketplace? And and from an investment perspective for real estate, and that's really what, what part of it was as far as the price up and downs go, a lot of investors wanting to buy and then flip. Well, we can talk about kind of what's going on there. Today's Real Talk, the show focused on North Carolina real estate, business, and life. Just some some holiday jams there for you as you cruise. You're on your way home from work right now. 844-STUDIO-4, 844-788-3464. Phone lines are open. You've got a question, comment, or concern. As I finish that lollipop, I'm trying to let it go down my gullet there really, really easily. Uh, yeah, I definitely had a starburst in the center of it. Let me have a sip of water, too. Excuse me, got to clear all that sugar out. That's gonna be great. I'll have to talk to Dr. Fred about that one. So the market data, uh <laughs> Mecklenburg County is still just just continuing to, to hold up there. I mean, it's hard to it's hard to see the demand dropping. We've talked about jobs before and that, that that's gonna be part of it. But look, North Carolina is one of the business business, business states there are right now. Companies are flocking here and, and small business entrepreneurs. Want to open their business here in North Carolina right now. That's a good thing. I mean, you want a diversity of business. And I was thinking about it this past weekend or last week. Went to, went to Burkdale a little bit. Some people don't like Burkdale. It's a complex in Huntersville, North Carolina, exit 25. Um, it was driving past, um, where Pier One imports used to be. It's like the main center when you come in, I believe, off. A Lindholm you turn on from highway 73 on a Lindholm and you pull into Burkdale. and guess what I see two colored apples like the the old school like from the the what the the apple one computer like the rainbow apple is is logoed on the construction there at Berkdale. so it's like official kind of anticipated it there had been rumors since apple left north lake but the apple symbol is on on the front of the building now at Burkdale. Apple is coming comp- just adjacent to Barnes and Noble. Apple is coming to Burkdale. And so that's going to bring in a lot of people. Some people aren't okay with that. Maybe maybe you are, maybe you aren't. But if we're going to encourage these small businesses and these local businesses and these rents are going to go up, they got to have people. You can say, "Well, Justin, you know, I don't" That's not our problem. You know, business, the the, the market's going to take care of that. You know, if a business fails or succeeds, it isn't necessarily just on the population. If it's a good business, it's a good business. And then you got, you know, you got the, the end of the small business spectrum that wants, you know, the local mom and pop coffee shop, not Starbucks. Okay. That's fine. I like good coffee. I'll rock out to some black powder every single day. Absolutely. But then for like the little, you know, coffee boutique shop, you gotta have you gotta have enough tables to turn in there. You gotta have enough ta- you gotta have enough people churning and burning through there to allow them to make their rent if the rents are gonna be really high. Are there that many people coming through? Do we want that many people coming through? But that's what it takes at this point to be able to have these people. The landlord shouldn't necessarily be responsible just for the the rent and cutting it down. So you gotta you gotta be conscious of that. Is that okay that a store, a place like Burkdale brings in with some anchors? brings in a heavy population that then will explore the rest of the area and look for more of the infill style. And now, and now what I've basically just done in my mind was created this own unique jurisdiction of Lake Norman, right? Which is, which has traditionally been broken up of smaller micro markets, Huntersville, Cornelius, Davidson, Mooresville, Troutman, Statesville, Denver, really Lincoln County, Catawba County, Sheryl's Ford, but now we, I, I, I'm in a mindset that I, I'm starting to analyze it holistically as, as a, a particular area. Charlotte's got neighborhoods. I mean, you go, you go Pineville to University, north to south to north, north to south. What is it? Uptown, downtown? Who cares? And if you look at Lake Norman at the size and scale, what's wrong with you know South side, Huntersville, North Side, North Iredale? You got the east and west side. I think we need to start looking at the area you know, together because people will look at it as long as the transportation allows for it, though, too. Look at Highway 16. Highway 16 is beautiful. you ridden on high, new Highway 16 recently? Man, wait till all that starts getting developed. New Highway 16 over the next 10, 20 years. <sighs> wow. North of Brookshire? Just north of Brookshire. Mm. North of Mount Holly. Highway 16 all the way up, which goes all the way to Catawba County. You can take it to the mountains, baby. You can take Highway 16 all the way up. Get out there, Love Valley action. That's some beautiful country out there. And that and that's that's the type of infrastructure and thought in the organization. Highway 150 is going to get widened. Highway 73 is going to get widened. Let's pray that doesn't happen at the same time. Because now we're going to be a divided lake. You're not going to be able to cross the lake one side or the other. How where are you going to go? You got to go 485. You got to go down to Mount Holly. You got to go real south to get across that lake. That at that point, that's a little bit more troubling. And and, and who's getting to go first? Seventy three or one hundred and fifty? Because both are going to take a minute. Both are going to take a minute to finish. So who gets to go first? I don't. I, I don't know what the schedule is right now, and it may change. That's the, that's the other important part here, because we do know the schedules can change. Look at kataba so what? Bumped to 2029, 20, is it now? I think it's 2029, 2027 or 2029, somewhere that is so far in advance that I'm wondering what's the point right now. I'm not. I, I could be wrong about the data. I'm not analyzing the current DOT data to know the number of vehicles needing to commute on Catawba. But I relate back then to the train conversation and mass transportation. Are we culturally at a point where the Lake Norman area will accept light rail and commuter rail as forms of transportation? Out of town. Are most people flowing to Charlotte? There's a lot of vehicles. Where are down the chain, though? Getting off at Sunset? Getting off at Harris? Harris is popular. Look at IBM Drive. Wells Fargo investing billions of dollars at their IBM Drive location. It's a major, it's a major hub for Wells Fargo in the area. It's not downtown, uptown. It's not in Center City. But it is, however. It is, however, a major staple. And, and that's how we're starting to think. Look at Mooresville. Some of the industrial players in Mooresville that are there. Throughout Trowman. Throughout North Iredale. There's some big... Look, you see the Bobcat Deuce on. Hope's checking in with us today. Hope, happy afternoon to you. Happy afternoon, Hope. How you doing? <laughs>
0: Okay, listen, you know, I really love when you start talking about this stuff because it reminds me of growing up in California. And let me tell you, you know, I have to go first. The first thing I wanted to call, I was like, yes, once I get across that little spot after when I come home towards the Cabarrus County, I'm like, why is it so cold all of a sudden? That's the first thought. I don't know how that happens, but it does. But you were just talking about 73 and 150. It seems to me, first of all, we have a deficit of east-west travel in the area. Okay, period. It's just too hard to go east-west and if it was me i would widen highway three go gangbusters there because that way 73 and 150 can still go and then if they do the 73 150 thing then three can absorb that and that solves that whole southern transit part that you're you know east west travel that you were talking about make
1: sense what you're saying makes sense the 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 problem is is that highway three is still from the lake perspective doesn't come all the way to the south side of the lake right so like highway three doesn't address kind of that in between between huntersville and charlotte i think because we've got a lot of people that are commuting down that way and back and forth vice versa because there are people that come to work in the lake norman area from charlotte right that that traveling does happen each day too
0: but you're getting one more coming from the east side too happening.
1: Oh, there's because plenty of people coming from the east, east side. side. The east, oh, you got a lot of people coming from the east. To west, Cause that's it's, it's a lot more cost effective to live in Cabarrus County. Latitude. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I'm just, well, that's when you beef up 115 for the moment. I mean, I'm not saying don't do any of the other stuff you're saying, but maybe the softer blow to the, because they're already upset on the traffic anyway, so don't upset them more. Make it so there's somewhere for them to go when they do street. What's the
1: secret to people not being upset in traffic?
0: Well, first of all, eliminate the people that are crowded up with their little hacking operations. <laughs> I'm not joking you. I get tag-teamed by double cars all the time, and I have to pull over, and I watch them. You can tell they're like, oh, she pulled over. You know, so I would say at least 25 to 50 percent of the extra traffic is just coming from people doing uh, malicious things with uh, with technology. Didn't, I, I didn't think I was going to go there today,
1: but no, you, you can you, you can you can go wherever you got to go. Hope uh, I was on 73 uh, on my way home last night. We're coming up on a break, so I'm I'm sorry. Hope I'm not I'm not going to mean to cut you off, but you know. No, good the uh no, good. I, I was go on my ahead. way home home last night from from we came home from boone yesterday and we're traveling highway 73 back we go 321 back and then we end up on 73 and it's dark out early you know 6 p.m it's dark now and this this car was riding me and i'm i'm just at the point hope i'll just slow down a little bit i'm not gonna speed up i'm All not right. i'm not gonna do i, I actually kind of went five under played with that a little bit kids were snuggled yeah. nicely asleep uh in the back seat anyway and, you know I'd nowhere where to be at that point yeah. so so for me I just you want a can little have more
0: fun just click yeah. have a little more fun click your uh, electric locks up and
1: down that really pisses them off <laughs>
0: <laughs> you gotta do stuff in your
1: car but
0: were you going west on east or west on 73 at that point
1: uh we were going east I gotta jump hope we appreciate you though so okay. much hope you have a Got great you. rest of your week
0: right, thanks for the time all right I appreciate you too thanks everybody bye
1: 12 Days of Christmas is happening at WSIC. Going to let you know about this as we ride on in. Uh, You can sign up, wsicnews.com slash holiday. There you sign up and you will win some cool stuff. We're going to start giving away December 7th during the morning show. Good morning, LKN. All the way through the 22nd of December leading up to Christmas. Got to stay at Greystone Lodge, the nice, beautiful boutique hotel in Boone. Got a scooter for the kids, you know, one of them electric ones. I used to ride a little gas-powered one back in the day. Flipped over the handlebars, messed up my face a little bit. Uh, so I, I'd stick to the electric if possible. And then we got the Ninja Blender. We got a whole bunch of prizes. Echo Dot, Amazon, Apple TV, wSICnews.com/ slash holiday. Today's real talk. There it is. I was going to start singing, but I didn't want anybody to leave. I don't, oh, don't do that. I actually don't know the words. <laughs> I thought about it, though. <laughs> I thought about uh, just busting. I thought it was Mariah Carey for a moment. I thought you were hitting me with that Mariah. That's not who it is. Do you know who it is? 844-STUDIO-4. If you know what this is, I will give you a signed Shaq Thompson ball. We still got that one? Shaq Thompson football. You can have it you know who sings this song right here, you're going to know how to, you, you know the answer now at this point, because if somebody calls in, all right, anybody's guess, you can call in because we don't even know the answer. So you can say it, make whoever you want. That could be Mariah Carey. You could say Mariah Carey and I can't prove you wrong. 844-STUDIO-4, I'll get you a free signed Shaq Thompson football. It's authentic. It's really signed by him. David Tepper handed it to producer Bill himself. He said, Bill, I entrust you with this. My name is David Tepper. Here's a football signed by Shaq Thompson. And so we're going to give it to you. Maybe. No, I probably would. Maybe. You got to know the song. You got to convince me you know the song because I have no way of proving you wrong. So it's just me and you and your thoughts. 844-STUDIO-4. Have you signed up for the 12 days of Christmas yet? WSICnews.com slash holiday. You can sign up there. Plenty of giveaways. Plenty of prizes. It's all free. WSICnews.com slash holiday to sign up. Prizes start getting drawn December 7th on The Morning Show. Good morning, LKN. So the markets and the rates and everything else is colliding and we're continuing toward the holiday season. I think a lot of people are just like this time of year, because I I became a broker in 2012, you just stop. Like at Thanksgiving, like you don't even there's some that put an effort, but at the most part, like it's nope. I'm planting seeds for the new year. We will, we will work hard to bear fruit next year. You fail to plan, you plan to fail. And I imagine that's what's happening right now. On top of just the whole, hey, the market has—I don't, I can't call it capitulation because it's not falling; it's just not happening. The value hasn't gone down because the value is all perceived until the time that a ready, willing, and able buyer, right, and a ready, willing, and able seller come together. So if you don't have to sell, I could say your house is worth a billion dollars. Doesn't do anything. Can I ask you uh, just a random question? This is probably pretty unfair but do you look at is it philosophical or is it about no, food? i'm just wondering if there's any uh like markets that you look at i don't know out in california or in new york and maybe what happens there trickles into what happens nationwide because um, i've seen some stuff in san francisco where houses are you know once listed at such and such but now people are finally having to come down quite significantly it's hard to compare like specific individual market to specific So many indiv- different like how do you compare Austin to Charlotte? Sure. How do you even compare Raleigh to Charlotte? Right. Like the 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 connection, the similarity Raleigh and Charlotte and in, in the data reports is that they're in the same state. Sure. So you can extrapolate sectors and what's going on in one and how it could affect another. But you do see as far as like, you know, rated markets go, mm-hmm. Raleigh and Charlotte, you know, I think that's cool that we are a state with two. Sure. I, don't, I wonder how many states, you know, there's not many states that have two. If we're taking up two in, let's say, the top 50, okay, well, not every state can do that because there's 50 states. So already mathematically, you know that that's not possible everywhere. And, and so for us, it's it's a nice thing. But I do look at state data because, you know, of for the first time, right, in I don't know when, California, right, seeing a decrease in population, a net negative in population, that's a big deal. I mean, because that takes such big numbers to move it. You've got so many people there that are moving there and so many people leaving there. But when it comes out to be that more people have left than have joined in, it's interesting. It makes you question. It makes you wonder why. Because because quality of life is what we're all searching for. We all want the best quality of life. And what how do we define that, depending on the season of life we're in, is very important to us as human beings. North Carolina offers a nice variety and traditionally, like that would that was California's mantra. You could go to California and get all different types of life. I mean, San Diego, you mentioned San Francisco, right? Like obviously, like who would didn't want to live the tech silicon dream of San Francisco and you know on the on the bay, but in the city? And who, who didn't want, you know, San Diego, the beautiful beaches of San Diego, and who didn't like, you know, the, the desert. And in, in the Gulf and everything else like that. You know, you got you got you got snowing and skiing and and you know, Northern California. You got some of the best. Uh, and you get even closer to up north. You know, on the on the the Pacific Northwest, you got some beautiful mountains along the oceans. So again, it's hard to compare singular markets to singular markets. But the data is showing us right now, and this is what I look at for future, because businesses are going to invest, and that's going to draw people in. And so with the number of companies moving here, I I, see. I equate us to, like, in Austin. I right. equate us to a couple of markets in Florida. I don't want to compare us to Miami. I'm not interested in being Miami. Um, I don't know about Florida as a whole. Um, I mean, Tampa, Tampa's got a lot going on. Um, it's also a size comparison. Like, Texas is a big state. Like, number of square miles of Texas compared to North Carolina, like, that's a big deal, you know, in those... You've got these pockets of major metropolitan cities, and then you go, you know, 20, 30 miles out, dude, and it's just barren desert. Like, you literally can develop anything out there. And so a lot of the conversation steps around infrastructure. I brought up this morning, too. I find it interesting with Burkdale in particular. We talk about all the time about parking, right? People are so concerned about parking. There's two kind of things. There's two aspects, I think, of with that. Okay, how are you getting people to the destination? That's number one. So we look at the infrastructure. I mentioned Highway 73 and the plans of widening there. Certainly think that will benefit east-west connectors. There's no doubt about that. But then when you get there, if you're not going to have mass transportation that doesn't include people driving with their cars, a trolley, buses, we'll say, some type of system, scooters. Can you pick me up with a valet scooter from my house? That would be pretty cool. I'd probably ride a... Would you ride Segways everywhere? I'd consider riding a Segway everywhere have to have like Segway charging stations everywhere you go and because you just like take a Segway, like kind of like take a penny leave a penny take a Segway, leave a Segway. is that is that even doable but so if you're going to have people come there and they're going to drive a vehicle rather large let's call it like you know you need like what eight feet by 10 feet minimum that's probably compact parking you got to go vertical you got to be willing to let people go vertical and, and, and what point is the compromise become look the people are already here. The population is is already here, and and, and so people want to come to these destination locations, and people are willing to drive. Because remember, while, while growing up here, you know we were used to, dude. If it's taking more than seven minutes, I'm really not interested in making that drive right now. That was a lot. Of, that was like a lot of what you're doing. Hey, you guys want to go? Yeah, where you want to go? Now nah, that's too far. I don't. Do I really want to go to exit 23 from exit 28 right now? Do I really want to go to 25 like on the east side? Okay, do I need to go west? I gotta go to I gotta go over to Denver right now. You're trying to make me drive out to Denver? That was the growing up. But now with the way the population is and where people have moved from, right? Commuting 30 minutes, an hour, they're used to that on a daily basis. So what so then that that extrapolates the possibilities. So if people are gonna come in, particularly, let's say Apple store right at now, branded on the front of the building where Pier One imports used to be, just adjacent to Barnes and Noble and Burkdale. Apple is branded with the rainbow apples up on the boards now. So they're coming and that's going to bring people in. So if people are going to come in, we know the population is going to come here. When do we start compromising on going vertical? How do you compromise? I'm really curious to see the mapping and like what was done from like 3d rendering and what, like if you're on highway 73 and we raise and they raised the deck, let's say North American properties raised the deck to seven stories, like two right now, say they went to seven. What would it look like? Like, would you really notice it? And I mean that genuinely, like the way the tree lines are and everything and the way your eyes are focused on Highway 73 when you're driving. Are you staring into Burkdale? Like maybe right at Lindholm, right at Burkdale Commons Parkway, maybe. But you're not like looking at the backside of nothing bunt cakes, checking out the backside of that while you're driving on Highway 73. You're paying attention to the road. You're paying attention to the road. You're looking You're looking at the lights because you're sitting in a parking lot and you're waiting to go. Don't even get me started on the fact that the local municipalities don't have actual control of their traffic light system. Like, why, has, why are we even having to discuss that right now? That process should have been long taken care of. But there's been a dramatic shift of population and now we really have to consider it. Are the dollars worth it? If we've got to spend, I don't know, $10 million. Say it costs $10 million you had to invest into a traffic center per municipality. And you probably could get away with a regional. Why not come together and make a regional one? I'm going to say it has to be the whole lake for one, but Huntersville, Cornelius Davidson work together. Mooresville is working on theirs, but take Huntersville, Cornelius Davidson work together, find a way to have, you know, regional traffic system to where we could have control of the lights. That way, if a situation goes down, you can pivot. You can control the lights if there's accidents and flow of traffic depending on time of day and as population shifts, special events, things of that nature. It's a lot of flexibility there. Is it worth the investment? Because what's the reality? Kataba Avenue, what, 2029? Highway 73? Are we are we in the twenties when it starts or do we have to wait till 2030s? Where are we what what do you think? Do we make it before the in the twenties for highway seventy three and highway one fifty to actually start with construction? is even still an if right now. The hope is that the construction starts in the 20s. I'll take that as a win. Have you signed up for the WSIC 12 Days of Christmas giveaway yet? You should. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, you know you want to. That's what you want to do. You want to sign up for that sweet, sweet giveaways starting December 7th through the 22nd. You can win free prizes. Each morning on Good Morning LKN, we'll be giving away something cool. Maybe you want that Ninja Blender. You got that New Year's goal you set for yourself right now. You're starting early. You're saying to yourself, you know what? I could drink a smoothie a day. I'll take it. Maybe maybe you want to gift someone that Panthers football. No, I'm just kidding. I'm not going to throw that in the lot. Because clearly nobody wants that. Do you think Santa still grants miracle wishes for, for the Panthers? you think they're included? Or do we give them up at this point? Naughty list. <laughs> Joe Vagnone's up next. Local Biz Now. Seven,
0: it's good.